Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Greatness. My name is Noah Crane. Let me start by asking you a question. Are you a good listener? I mean, a great listener. Being a great listener is one of the biggest secrets to my success. First, listening to my inner voice, the inner GPS that is always guiding me in the right direction. Second, listening to the messengers, those positive people I meet along my journey that want the best for me and help navigate my life by sharing how they overcame their own obstacles and challenges with me. For example, in my late 20s, I used to work as a hairdresser. At the time, I was single and looking for my soulmate. One day, as I was washing a client's hair, she shared a message with me that changed the course of my life forever. She said, Noah, find a man that adores you. If he adores you now, he will adore you 30 years from now. Adore sounded like foreign language for me at the time. I had men who loved me, but adore sounded so much deeper than that. Although I was not a mom at the time, all I could think of was unconditional love, the way a mother loves her children. My perspective shifted in that one moment. Now I was looking for a man that would adore me, thanks to the message I was given. And yes, I found him shortly thereafter. You must be a seeker to create newly in your life today. By listening to your intuition, as well as to the positive messengers in your life, you get to create a more flow, which in return will give you a beautiful and fulfilling life. My guest today is very connected to your intuition and her inner guidance. Laura Saltman is a Emmy-nominated journalist, motivational speaker, CMI meditation teacher, TV digital host and producer, and the author of The All Books, a series of spiritually-based self-help books aimed at teaching people who are struggling with grief, depression, and anxiety how to remove blocks and live a more joyous and fulfilling life. In a moment, we will be back with Laura. Welcome back. Welcome, Laura, to the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I love the saying, whatever doesn't kill you will make you stronger. I know that, Laura, you've had many challenges in your life. How have the challenges made you stronger and shaped who you are today? Well, we all face challenges in life. There isn't anybody on this planet who isn't dealing with some sort of setback, some sort of challenge. So it really is about standing up. So I liken it to the way the ocean comes in and the waves and you stand at the, the edge and a wave knocks you down and you can either let it bring you back into the tide and drown, or every time that wave knocks you down, you can just keep getting up. And that's what I've had to do in my life. I just keep getting up and dusting off the sand off of me and saying, you know what? I'm just going to keep going because you have to. There's no other choice. You have to keep going. And you are incredibly strong. Can you share with our audience some of the challenges that you had overcome? Because I think they'll be very yeah. inspired by where you are and what you've overcome. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I was li living somewhat of a blessed life when I was working out in Hollywood and on camera for Access Hollywood and going, you know, the Emmys and the Oscars and the red carpets. And then it was all of a sudden, it's like a boulder came down the hill and it had been chasing me for years and years and years. And it started really, um, the biggest issue was my brother was diagnosed with cancer in 2012 and he passed away a year later in 2013. That was the sh most shocking thing that had ever happened to me other than, you know, a grandparent passing here and there. But I feel like with your grandparents, you kind of expect that at some point they're going to go. It was just 
absolutely shocking. I remember just falling on the floor when he told me he had terminal cancer. It, it was just like a surreal moment. And then from there, my dad, about a year and a half later, was struggling with mental illness because of the loss of his older son, and he had retired, and he just his mind wasn't working the way that it normally would when you right. when you work, and that was his whole life. And so he ended up taking his own life in 2015. And then from there, it was just other little uh, things that hit me. I was uh, pregnant twice and had two miscarriages. Fortunately, I have my um, my son now, but those two miscarriages came after them, so I lost those two babies. And then after that, I lost several babies in an adoption situation where I was attempting to adopt. And the last one was on the day that the baby was born, when the parents, you know, the birth parents changed their mind and decided to keep their own baby. And I always say, like, I can't be mad at someone who decided to keep their own baby. But for me, you get that sense of anticipation. I, you know, had the the room ready and the bags packed and like, all the clothes and everything was ready. And it just, that was probably the thing that wrecked me the most. And that's where I, I just hit rock bottom. I wouldn't get out of bed for a week. Nobody could talk to me. My husband at the time, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to talk to anybody. But it goes back to standing up after every wave. And I had my son who was little at the time and he needed his mom. He didn't right. need a shell of his mom. He needed mom. So I just decided that I have to do something to get my life in order. Yeah. And that takes, it does take something to be able to get back on your feet yeah. again and not let those challenges completely overtake you. Yeah. I know that you wrote three incredible books, mm -hmm. very positive books about helping people get through struggles. I see that your own struggles, um, you're sharing with people how they can do it on their own and how they can overcome. What yeah. are some of the tools, some things you can share with our audience that will help them get through struggles? Well, the first thing is to recognize that it's part of your journey. As a soul, we're all here learning and evolving through different lessons and circumstances. And the whole journey of life as a soul is to evolve back into unconditional love, which is what we all truly are at the core of our being. And so it's recognizing that, it's understanding that. And when you can flip that switch of knowing that everything that you go through has a meaning to it, that's when you can start to use the tools. Because if you use the tools of my books, of books that are out there in the world right now, without understanding who you are, they're not. it's not going to be helpful. So you can set intentions and use prayer and you can meditate. But if you don't have that level of understanding or that level of belief, it's not truly going to to help you at that time. It's kind of like layers. So the more that you do these tools, it sort of layers up and up and up, and then it starts to help you. But it takes a long time. And what I find is people will do meditation and they'll be like, oh, it's just not working. Mm -hmm. But it's because you're not layering, you're not continuing, you're not having that consistency. So uh, the first thing is intention, using intention. Intention is like a goal that you set um, with the universe and you set it in a way that is telling the universe, this is what I want to manifest into my life. This is what I want to create. But you want to make sure when you use that tool of intention that you're using it, not coming from stemming from your ego and the wants of your life, but from the wills of your life. So those strong desires that you have of the strong things that you want to create that you just can't say no to, whether it's creating a baby for yourself, whether it's a dream job, whether it's winning an Oscar, you know, winning a gold medal at the Olympics. If you have that, that that's a desire. It comes from your soul. It's something that you just can't help. You have to create it. And so when you use those intentions and you set those intentions to get to those goals, then you're telling the universe, I'm ready for, for the creation of that which has already been created in the spiritual realm. 
And you're very spiritual. Yes. Um, how can people find their spirituality? How do people, I know with all the chaos in the world today, mm -hmm. it's more important than ever for us to find that spirituality. Yeah. How would you guide people to finding spirituality? Is it through meditation? What are some ways that they can find get closer to themselves and closer to God and what spirit, whatever yep. you want to call it? Yeah. It's like the ping. Mm -hmm. There's a ping inside of you, and that ping is saying, like, there's something else, there's something else. So we have all sort of set what's called our life blueprint, mm -hmm. or if you've heard of Carolyn Mace, your sacred contract for what you want to accomplish in this world. And so you get this little ping that there is something else. So when that ping comes to you and somebody suggests a book for you to read or you see a meme or a quote that resonates with you, something that makes you go, oh, I really want to do that. And it really just comes down to consistency. So you can read a book and it can resonate with you, but then you're out there and you're busy and you're trying to you know, make your dreams come true and you're just going, 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 going. And then you're, you're forgetting the knowledge that you've gained and that wisdom that's inside of you gets muddled by the fact that you just cannot sit still and you have to be chasing, chasing, chasing. So it, my journey was one of, I have been on this journey for seven years and every day of my life, I do something sometimes 20 times a day to help open my spiritual intuition. So for me, it was meditating. It was using intention, using prayer. It was reading books that spoke to me. It was going to clairvoyance and mediumship courses. It was taking courses online that spoke to me. Um, it was reading a book called A Course in Miracles every day, which I'm now on the fourth iteration of it. I do it, there's like a workbook that you do every single day. I do that every single day. And I, I, you know, I use my spiritual tools as often as I can, because that doesn't mean that I still don't get mad. You know, I still don't get upset and look at things in the world and go, you get so frustrated because you just want to shake the world awake and, and you know that you can't. But what you can do is just keep doing those things every single day to take yourself there. I would say, I think if I had the top of the list, the one thing that we can be doing, it is to meditate. Meditating in a way that speaks to you. So meditation doesn't have to be sitting down and, you know, ohm, being quiet. It can be what anything that takes you into a space mm -hmm. of quiet and peace and joy. For some people, it's playing tennis. Mm -hmm. They get this great wisdom on the tennis court because right. they're not, their, their monkey mind isn't going. And then all of a sudden, some great wisdom will come. For some people, it is sitting down in meditation. For me, the shower is where the dreams come true. My shower is where I get quiet and contemplative. And then all of a sudden, like the wisdom starts and then I get out of the shower and then I'm going to write that down. I got to write that, that down. Yeah. So that, but to me, meditation is the number one, which is why I became a meditation instructor too. Yeah. And you're, I love your meditations. They really Thank are you. amazing. So if somebody wants to start meditating, what would be the first steps for them to take? Like they don't know what to do. What would yeah. you tell them? as uh, to how to start. Would you give them? Yeah. Like so that? I would say increments, mm -hmm. small little increments. Mm -hmm. So start with two minutes, mm -hmm. sit down on a you know nice little couch, mm -hmm. close your eyes. And just for two minutes, it doesn't matter what happens when you close your eyes. Like if the thoughts come in, the thoughts come in. Okay. Then the next day, try two and a half minutes mm -hmm. and see what happens. So every single day, try it in little tiny increments. It's like when you go to the gym. So you go to the gym and when you first start out, you can lift the little two pound weights and you're, you know, doing your bicep curls. And then the more you do it, it feels like, oh, this is easy. I could mm -hmm. do this. And then you grab the, the five pounders and then the five pounders are a little heavy on you, but you keep doing it and then you build. That's the way to build your spiritual muscles mm -hmm. through meditation is the more that you add onto it, the better and the easier it will become. And there will be days, even as a teacher of meditation, where I just cannot get rid of the thoughts where it's just so frustrating. And then in that sense, then just walk away. Like, 
Because what happens is you get frustrated when you can't do something and then you don't do it. So if you walk away, go do something else and then try it again, begin again another time as many times as you possibly can. That makes a lot of sense. So not yeah. not to get stuck, yeah. but just to kind of take the time, maybe walk away for a while yeah. and come back into it. Yes. And one thing I will tell you, you know I love guided meditation, and that's yeah. what I teach. I teach a form of meditation that's called intuitive guided meditation, where I listen to my uh, inner voice, higher self, spirits, guides, angels, whatever comes in, and I do these very powerful meditations. I find that guided meditation is really good for people who are on a spiritual journey mm -hmm. because it helps them to see with the eyes closed and then your third eye, which is that eye, the pineal gland. Because when you close your physical eyes and you close everything that's around you, you can truly start to see what is on the other side. And so guided meditations are a great way for people to help you know, with that spiritual awakening. Yeah, and I think breath work as well, mm -hmm. right? Like yep. Yoga and just the breath yep. also really helps you kind of get more connected to yourself, more yes. intentional breath. Rather yes. Than just, so that made yep. a difference for me. Yep, absolutely. Because when you close your eyes and begin to breathe, the minute you close your eyes, you slow down. It slows you down. Like there is nobody on this planet who can't close their eyes for 20 seconds and realize, oh, wait, I'm slowing myself down. And then when you can intentionally bring the breath in, then you're starting to slow your uh, your heart rate down. And there are so many, not just the spiritual benefits of meditation but and yoga as well, as you know, but just for the, you know, the stress factor of your life, your the inflammation, it stems the inflammation in your body. I mean, the benefits of meditation are, are nonstop. It's true. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants yeah. joy, but everybody's looking outside for those things. Yes. How can people find more of that within themselves? Because that is the secret. You can't find it out there. How can they connect more and find it more within themselves? What are some things you would tell people to do to start uncovering who they truly are? Because you've done it incredibly well, you just said it right there. So that's the first thing is recognizing that that happiness does truly come from within. And I feel like that's this trendy thing that people will say, but what it ultimately means is that the truth of who you are lives on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so if you know that truth and if you know who you truly are and you know why we're all here and what the journey is all about, then seeing what's happening outside of you wouldn't cause you so much stress. So I literally just, I channel mm -hmm. quotes every single day on a, mm -hmm. uh, my Instagram account. It's called Wisdom of the All. And that was what the quote is about, is that we are um, addicts in this world. We're addicted to outside forces. Mm -hmm. We're addicted to food. We're addicted to comfort. We're addicted to um, romantic relationships, family relationships. We're addicted to um, beauty products and exercise and anything to fix on the inside what's wrong. We use external forces. And that's fine, but that's a temporary fix, right? right. So just like an addict, it's always a temporary and then they go back to it. Mm -hmm. So in in order to really truly be happy, you have to go within and fix what's wrong on the inside. So I work with clients all the time and the way I work with them is we try to go inside using that third eye to figure out what's going on, what are the triggers inside of you that continue to trigger you so that you look for happiness on the outside instead of trying to go back into that self-love and knowing who you truly are. Because when you get that, you won't need the, um, the food that you probably shouldn't be eating. You won't need the relationships that's bad for you. You won't need most of the things that you think you need when you go seeking and you really truly love yourself from within, you actually don't need anymore. You will vibrate differently because you know we're all you know vibrational energy. So you'll vibrate in a different way and you will naturally vibrate away from those sort of toxins. 
Yeah. And it sounds like confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what everything you're saying sounds like when we're confident in ourselves, yeah. we stand in our power, yes. we feel good about ourselves. Then we see things in a totally different perspective. We can also make decision, decisions much easier. We're not questioning ourselves all the time because we know that we we know what we need for ourselves. Yes. And I think that's part of it is to really get to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the power is within you. And when you find that power, it's like you're Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. And you stand and you can stand in it and you can stand in that knowing so that anything on the outside isn't coming to you and stopping you from knowing that truth. And that's what happens. That's the journey that we're really on here as souls is to recognize, you know, the love that is within. And anything that's not that is us learning how to come back to that, how to embrace your your soul and your spirit that is inside, that is always there waiting for you to take its hand. It's like God, source, universe, whatever you call it, is waiting for you to notice it. There's all these beautiful signs and synchronicities and messages, right? You see them all the time. I know you do, and I see them all the time. And you can't help but see them. And you know that that spirit is there saying, I'm here, can you please pay attention? And that's really what people just need to do is pay attention to your synchronicities, pay attention to everything that's happening around you so that you can live that more joyous life. Absolutely. And tell me about your connection with God. I have a very strong connection with God. Every time I even get home safely, I say, thank you, God. Every time I thank him all through my day. I know your books are all about you speaking with God and connecting with God. Can you talk a little more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, God is in everything, right? God is in you and in me and in everyone here in this table and these flowers. And it's in nature. It's everything. It's in everything. And so we're all connected. Actually, if you take a uh, little microscope and quantum physics and scientists is proving that and you put it up to things, you'll see that nothing is actually material, that everything is just atoms and particles, right? And so they're really is no separation between any of us. All of the things that we think separate us are actually not separating us all. We're all interconnected. And so in that sense, are you not connected to God as well, right? So um, I always tell people, and I know some people find it shocking to believe, but everybody can talk to to God, everybody. Everyone on this planet, outside this planet has that connection and is able to do it. All it takes is a willingness. All it takes is a level of belief that you can do it. And when you get to that level of belief, it becomes very easy because truly all it is is awareness. It's awareness that that who you are is more than just your physical body. Yeah, and, and what comes to mind is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. We have to be vulnerable. If we're yeah. not vulnerable, if we can't get on our knees and maybe cry and ask God, help me. Yes. You gave me this difficult child. Um, can <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like this child. Yeah. I have the tools. So yeah. help me. I'm, I'm at your mercy. Please yes. just give me help. We have to ask help. We have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. to get the help we, we need. Yeah. And then what happens is those that ask is the universe wants you to ask. God wants you asking, right? If you don't ask, you don't receive. It's in the Bible. Ask and you shall receive. It's right there. So when you ask is when you receive. But what people are missing is that it doesn't always come in the lightning strike. It doesn't come with a parting of the seas. Right. It comes sometimes in your own mind, through your own thoughts. God is talking to you through those thoughts. So you might get that genius idea in a meditation or in the shower or out for a run that you were asking for, oh, that's what I should do in this situation. That's where I should go. That's who the person, or you'll get a phone call from somebody who is the type of person that can help your child with whatever that issue is. So it's that noticing and awareness that your asks are being answered, just maybe not in the way that you would want. And then the other thing that gets in our way 
is our, what I call the amnesia of the soul, this amnesia that we've given ourselves because we are so 100% confident that we are just these little bodies that we're in. Mm -hmm. And we're, we get so hung up in that amnesia, it's, it's just impossible to believe that any of this could be true, that we truly have that connection to God and the universe. And so that's why also going back to meditation, it's important because when you do that, then you're starting to realize you're starting to get rid of a little bit of that amnesia every time you close your eyes. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Very nice. So Time goes by so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I really, um, I love spending time with you. I love talking to you, but I really want people to know how they can connect with you, how they can find you. So can you please share that with them? Absolutely. So you can go on my website, which is just laurasaltman.com, and you'll find all sorts of information about me. You can see how you can work with me one-on-one -on -one as a channel and a medium on laurasaltman.com slash work with me. I'm on Instagram at Laura Saltman, Twitter at Laura Saltman. I'm basically Laura Saltman everywhere. I'm very hard to not find. And then I also have what I told you about. I channel daily quotes um, from Wisdom of the All, which is actually my next book, which I'm just finishing right now. So if you go on Wisdom of the All every single day, you can see these quotes where, you know, I'm doing my talking to God and the universe and getting information for how we can be living our life every day. Well, you just popped those book out like baby. So <laughs> well, the first I, three I'm came so out, bing, bang, boom. This last one has taken me over two years. But that's amazing. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Three books already and sharing so much of your wisdom with everyone. I want to thank you so much for being here today. I feel so blessed. Thank you for having me. Me as well. Community and we can support each other. And I'm really grateful for you and having you on the show today. Thank you. I'm grateful to be here, to have been here. Thank you so much. And for all of you out there, wow, what an amazing show. I feel so inspired by the endless support and guidance we get to receive when we are open. Just by learning to listen, we can shift and change the direction of our life. A special thanks to Laura for spending this time with us today and inspiring us to never give up on ourselves and our dreams. Please follow all of us at ConsciousCoop.com. There are links there to all our social media profiles. Until next time, have a beautiful day. Namaste.